This is the Christology Podcast. We are back. We are back for good, finally. I have with me our new host, and I'm so happy. I'm so excited to announce Laura Miller. Hello, Laura. Hello. We'll start with a prayer. Mighty Father God, we come before you boldly yet humbly, as you say to do so. And we believe that when we come to you, Lord God, you hear us. We ask for soft hearts that you guide us in all that we say and do and think and are. Mm-hmm. Lord, we love you. We have come to believe and to know, Jesus, that you are the Holy One of God. That's why we're here, Lord, in your name. Guide us so that we may know you better and others as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. <clears throat> all right, Laura. Um, man, I was praying, obviously, since we lost Ty. And, you know, it was like the answer's right in front of you. It's uh, your wife. <laughs> we So this is going to be a short one. We just want to introduce Laura and and get uh, get one out there. It's been such a long, hard year, but we are not giving up. So we're back. We're going to be back. At the end of this, I'll talk about what's coming up. We've got some really cool stuff coming in the future. This one, we just want to do a short one. Um introduce Laura. She's my wife. We're in our 10th year of of being together, married before God. Um, she's also a retired unit member. She did 26 years in the Army as a vet tech. So she knows dogs, canine, about 100 times better than me. Um, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. But um, she also knows the Lord. Later on in life, she came to really know Jesus, and that's what we're here to talk about. But it's an awesome story, um, testimony. We'll get to all that. Um, and I wanted to start talking about, Laura, how much we've changed. And I'm going to ask you here right after this about identity, how being in the unit, in the Army, in the, and then in the unit is such our identity. And then retiring and after that in 10 years, and then we, we as we get to know Jesus, we see that... Um, my identity is different. It's in Jesus first, and then everything else. And it, it's a real shift that we've gone through. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the, the thing that I want to address first or start with is humility. Since I learned the the definition of humility, the real one, I've searched and searched, and sat in so many talks with with men and women about what humility is, and it's never quite satisfying. Um, a, a Dallas Willard book finally hit it for me. Humility is trusting God and others with your lives. And since I learned that four or five years ago in school and seminary, it uh, I've been accused of being a humble person. So that's fine. Um, you know, I want to keep going into that. And that's what we're doing now. Certainly, Lord, we, this was not on our horizon six years ago when we were living on a boat. <laughs> thinking about sailing the Panama Canal. Um, but here we are, and, and we're happy to be here. Yeah. Uh, joyful Thanks. to be here. Okay, so uh, let's start with, um, I want to ask you, Laura, why do you think the identity issue? How do you identify? Who are you? Uh, well, I'm a, a daughter, a wife, a friend, um, a mom, and most importantly, a follower of Jesus, I 
I didn't know what that was most of my life. And um, by learning that and um, just giving it all up, I have so much peace and joy. And um, it wasn't always easy, but it wasn't that hard either. Mm. Um, just I think that um, up until I knew Jesus, everything was dependent on my work and who my friends were and, um, I don't know, how well-known I got to be in my community. So it's a relief, honestly. Yeah. You were well-known. You were, um, I mean, that's how HBO came to us, to me, to make the movie about Pepper. They contacted you. So there were agencies and branches of the military that you sort of became a hub. You also had your own business, uh, Vet Tech Group, that, that taught veterinary medicine for a while when you got out. And looking here, you talk about it's almost like a temptation to keep rolling with that, isn't it? Nope. <laughs> Where it was. It was. It really was. Um, uh, it was exciting. There was lots of travel. And um, I did know a lot about the topic. I mean, it's all faded, you know, over the years. But, um, right, it was hard to give up. But um, once I did, I didn't have any doubts. I was like, no problem. Let's do this. Yeah, so it's kind of a point thing, but also a process. You can look at points where it happened, jumping off points mm. where we know, but also it's it's still an ongoing process. And that's uh, John six um, sixty seven. Just keeps <laughs> this morning. We have Peter says we have come to believe and to know Jesus. When Jesus asked him, "Are you going to leave me too?" He says, "Lord, where are we going to go?" We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God, and that, it's like, is it two different things? It's the movement of faith. It's the process that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And everybody is is answering that question with their lives. That's who we are, is how we answer the question of who is Jesus. Uh, so, Laura, I want to ask you about your current, what you're doing now. Um, and if you could just go back to how it started with Mother's Morning Out a few years ago. Yeah, so I was um, just volunteering at church, and they had a Mother's Morning Out program, and they needed somebody just to fill in occasionally, so I said, I can do it. I think I can do it. I um, I don't have any biological children, and I was never – I didn't hang out with friends that had children because most of my friends didn't have children. So um, honestly, I didn't think I was very good with them, but it turns out that I'm really good with them. Uh-huh. And um, so I was volunteering at church, and then um, they had some personnel changes, and they asked me to stay. So um, I stayed uh, as a mother's morning out, which is kind of like babysitting. You're not really teaching anything. Mm. And then um, we needed more help, so we hired Barb, who is just amazing. She's got a lot of experience in um, early child care. And she said offered that um, we were not really serving the children by not teaching them anything. And I said, well, how do we do that? And so it turned into a preschool. And what a blessing that has become, being able to teach the children about the Lord in a um, with an agenda, like a you know, structure. Curriculum. And, a curriculum just instead of um, letting them play with toys and watching them and having fun with them. It's still fun, and it's just amazing watching those little eyes light up and them learning memory verses at the age of two or three. It's yeah. incredible. 
it is. It's so surprising, but it also makes so much sense um, that why not start out, you know, get a solid start. Yeah. Even at two years old. Um, yeah. And that's, that's all taking place over how many, how long? Coming up on two years. A year Just and two and years. Half. Yeah. And we went from at our church, how many at MMO to now? Uh, we had about three or four and now we have 24 and um, starting a waiting list. So um, that's super exciting. We're hoping to expand, but you know, we'll just do whatever the Lord tells us to do. Um, but it's, it's really exciting. These kids are, are totally like sponges. Everybody says it, but I didn't believe it. Yeah. Amen. And it's not about numbers. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I asked that um, not to say, whoa, we went from four to 24, but that is a sign, an indicator of something's going on there. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah. Um, and these people were not, um, they weren't around. They don't go to our church. They found us. They were looking for a um, Christian preschool, and they came to us. We didn't. We weren't advertising very much. There was a little bit of advertising, but um, word of mouth, and just um, I believe that Jesus brought them to us. Yeah. And so that's our motto here in this family, in this house. You know, as f- for me in this house, uh, we will serve the Lord. But also just whenever we get confused or sidetracked, Jesus at the center. We just look mm-hmm. to Jesus and it works. I mean, I w- we would not be sitting here at, in our 50s on a Monday morning recording this if we did not believe with all our hearts, mind, soul, and strength that Jesus is Lord and he hears us. Yeah. All right, Laura, um, how'd you feel when... Uh, because Ty and I did this for several months, we enjoyed it. It was it was rolling. Ty had to leave. He became ordained in, um, uh, at his church. He got super busy, so um, we had that rough month in October that I talked about last time. But how did you feel when I asked you to be here? Scared. <laughs> I'm I'm definitely not in my mind not experienced enough, but. Um, I was asked to do the Moms and Prayer program in our children's school and I said, Oh gosh, I pray like a little kid, like I don't I don't know how to do this. And the gal that was leading it said that um God doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called, and that has just really stuck with me. And uh I'm totally relying on Jesus to equip me and so hopefully I don't let y'all down and um I can add something to the conversation. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm always trying to convince you to just let it flow because that's when you say things like, when we were talking to the director of War Dogs, Deborah Scranton, it was a phone call. We were just just figuring stuff out. But Laura said, we are like, well, even if this, uh, yeah, even if that happens. And Laura said, even if I die a fiery death, I'll still be okay. <laughs> and I was like nudging her during the phone call. Did you hear what you just said? She's like, stop bothering me. I'm trying to think. <laughs> so after the, at the end of the phone call, I, I wrote it down. I was like, this is such a statement of faith. Even if I die a fiery death, I'll be okay. I really meant it, too. Yeah. I didn't think about it. <laughs> yeah. Those little nuggets are awesome, though. So I guess what, I, what we started with, and I, w- I want to come back to and then we'll move on, uh, is that I think, and I, I think you think, <laughs> that our as our identity changes, we come to know who we are. For me, it's how we answer the question of the call on our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, for a time it's work, it's army, 
operator, you know, all the stuff we did, all the cool stuff at the time. But as it changes, it's like you said it earlier, it's a relief. Mm -hmm. Um, And do you think, I mean, this is a question, but it's how do you state this or agree with this that it's it's as our identity changes and we come to know who that we're like a, you know a child of Jesus that we're able to do all these things do you agree yes absolutely it's um letting go of our humanness i kind of think that you know we can fix everything and we can control everything and we can um do it ourselves and once Personally, once I let go of all of that control, I think it's a woman's nature to try to control everything and make everything perfect. And once I let go of that, I had just a sense of peace and calm and joy and indifference to the mess and to the um, everything not being perfect. And it and it was still perfect. It was still um, everything was way. great in its own way. Yeah, and less stressed, like. Um, those little things, you know, little things are big things, but a lot of those little things really don't matter. Yeah, you're right. Like I can, this is, you know, our first take and I don't think there's going to be any edits. I can tell how it's flowing. So that's exactly what you just were talking about. Um, there's less stress because it's not on us. Yeah. It's really not. (laughs) I want to ask you just, I think this deserves its whole own podcast at some point. What I'm about to ask you, but I also want to say before I forget that. I would like to talk to your mom and Scott, who moved from Nebraska several years ago, about the change that they've seen in you over the years, because I've mm-hmm. seen it. Um, okay. We could do the same for you, too. Yeah. Your change has been <laughs> Absolutely. Huge. And it's the most, uh, it's been the, the biggest joy in my life mm-hmm. to watch my wife come to know Jesus more. It's, it's the best thing. And that leads right into uh, the coolest thing. It's... We have a little a little dojo in our house. We have a bedroom that we cleared out, put some mats down to teach our our boys. They're eleven years old, twin boys, um, jujitsu, and we got a, a tie bag hanging on the wall so we can do some striking. And you know, I've always wanted a a, a place like that to, you know, philosophize with them. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, Milo's favorite, one of his favorite football players, looked to Bruce Lee for his you know how to be just all you can be. And uh, so we've got these sayings, sort of Bruce Lee-ish, and a lot, most of them are from the Bible up, up on the wall. Um, but one of them is, I know a person who sits on a porch swing with Jesus to find peace. What do you think? It's something like that. But I, obviously I got that from you, Lauren, if you could just hit on that. There was a, a time in my life before I knew Jesus that um, I felt so alone. I felt like um, nobody knew me. I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. I was still in the Army. I still had a career. I still had things to do. But my soul, I think, was just aching for something more. And um, so, you know, in a tearful mess, I it, this vision just came to me, and it was of Jesus and I sitting on the porch of my house that I was living in on a porch swing, but I didn't have a porch swing. Not that it matters. It's Jesus. Um, but I was sitting there, and I was just leaning into his shoulder and just crying, and um, and he was um, comforting me. It was, And it worked. I mean, it's just like 
um, changed my life, that thought of being so loved and so cared for and um, not having to worry about anything. That's how Jesus came into my life. And it was, and it's still a very um, sweet thought. And I, um, I'm so grateful for that. You know, some people get these awesome visions or feelings or, you know, I think Jesus comes to everybody in a different way. But um, for me, that's my go-to when I'm, you know, getting burdened, I guess. Well, that's a very awesome way. And I'm, a little jealous. <laughs> I, I do have the visions in church and stuff. We'll talk about that some other time. But I just I love that to hear about that. Well, I also I also had another vision that was not or a dream that was absolutely horrible, which I don't ever want to know what it was ever again. I know I didn't sleep for three days, and um, Dave said he can recant it to me, and I don't want to know it. It was um, that horrifying. Well, I think that was the turning point. Yeah. Um, you woke up, we were together, and it was a turning point for me, too, because I laid it all out, and I prayed with you, for you, uh, right next to you. That's an uncomfortable thing to do at first, mm-hmm. especially as, as a couple. Once you do it, it's it's fine. We we do it all the time. But at first, and that, I think that was one of the first times. So for both of us, yeah, um, it, was a, it was a prompting to move, which God does. Um, God puts that even in us to move toward Jesus. Um, yeah. So what you're talking about, I just, N.T. Wright, my favorite theologian and author who I asked to be on the show and he replied right away. Unfortunately, I can't because this, you know, he's, he's had a year like a lot of us, but he replied right away. It was so cool to have just a little mini dialogue with him. Um, but he's, you know, he talks about, um, meditating on scripture and and what you were just saying, Laura. And I love that he addressed the fact that, well, isn't that just in your imagination? Yep, it is. But God gave us our imaginations for this purpose and other purposes to be creative, to, you know. And the thing is, it works. I've never heard anybody say it doesn't when they, with their heart, stop everything and go to Jesus. I've never heard anybody say that mm-hmm. it doesn't work. Um. So in the coming podcast, we're going to talk about uh, either baptism or moving faith, not just the topic, but uh, as we're working on it with uh, the Paradise Church of God in Sierra Leone, which has just been a huge blessing. There's so much going on. Uh, My friend Jeff Teagues has a book out, Where Have All the Heroes Gone? Um, Retired Delta Force operator, my good friend. Uh, Just an incredible book. I've Got two for our sons. I want them to read it. It is so well done. I uh, can't wait to have him on the show. He wants to be on. We'll get to that uh, probably, you know, season two, which will be coming, but we're going to finish strong here in December. Um, yeah, so we'll talk about moving faith, baptism. And uh, last little note here, Laura, you you had a note that said it's it's okay to, to even lose friends of 30 years. Can you touch on that? Yeah. I um I had friends from high school and I thought we were very very tight there were four of us and 30 years and I came to know Jesus and I wanted them to feel that joy and that relief that I felt I wanted them to be free and so I bought you know in Norway I bought bibles and talked nonstop and and it, they just weren't ready I think 
And so um, we're no longer close. Well, we don't talk at all, but um, that's okay because um, I have other um, Christian friends who believe the same thing. And um, I think it's so important to have like-minded people around you. And I still pray for my friends. I hope one day they'll pick those Bibles up and call me and say, hey, how do we get started on this thing? Because that's what somebody did for me. They bought me a Bible and they said, um, a good place to start is with John. And so I did. And um, and it was hard. I, I was really intimidated by the Bible. I yeah. thought, oh, gosh, there's no way I can read this thing. And it was, I think, because we had the big Bible with the theys and the thous and, you know, was open to one place and nobody ever turned the pages, you know, dusty old Bible. And so, uh, one of my new friends had given me a Bible and said, um, just look at it. And, uh, and I did. And that it's so fun, guys. Pick it up and read it truly. Yeah. When you do it, John, you see Jesus saying, be careful how you hear. He, he, I think it's early on and in, in John, I'll find it, but think about how you hear. He's always saying, and I'm like, what, how many ways are there to hear? You just, you hear it. Of, of course, everybody hears unless you're deaf. But what he's saying is, think about how you hear, put it to use, think it through, work it out, talk it out, figure it out who Jesus is. That's the whole point of this podcast, Christology, the study of theology, the study of who, who is God, how we think and talk about God. Christology is, is how we think who is Christ, and that matters because he is the way, the truth, the life. We must answer that question. Um, so yet with your friends, it's not like, I, I think what you well, what I see in that is a, just a willingness to go where it will take you. You're, it's not like they're not your friends anymore, right? Of course. Yeah. If they reached out and wanted to talk more about Jesus, that would be awesome. But like when I would go back to visit, they didn't want to do that. They just wanted to go out and party and, you know. Yeah, and and I just wasn't there anymore. I you know I think I grew up a little bit. Yeah, it's not a judgment. It's just nope. You know, I've had the same experience. Um, just I need to be where I get fed and fulfilled. Yeah, and that's in the word. So that's all that is. So I'll pray us out. And um, awesome, Lord God, we we here we are. We end up where we started before you, Lord God, on our knees, humbly, boldly. We thank you so much for putting your word in our hearts, for calling us in the first place to know you, and then we can move from faith to faith, from coming to believe to coming to know. And that whole process, Lord God, we we just want to receive and reflect your glory because that's what you've told us to do. So we're doing that as best as we can. We are your imagers, Lord Jesus. We love you, Mm -hmm. and we will be on next week, Laura. Thank you so much. Thanks, Sam. That was fun. All right.